Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about guiding you through the ins and outs of living a life free of brain fog so that you can think clearly, have more energy, be a happy mom, and have the confidence to raise a healthy family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who's passionate about helping you bust brain fog so that you can have the mom life you've always dreamed of. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Today, we're talking about how to read food labels. It's all about decoding them because they've become this like mysterious puzzle that we have to know how to work through. Um, so raise your hand. Let me know if you're confused AF about food labels. You know, what's real? What's BS? What are you looking for both in what you want to buy and what you want to avoid? There is just so much. Um, so in my experience, both in transforming my own lifestyle and my health, as well as helping my clients do the same so that they can think clearly, have energy, and have the confidence to raise a healthy family. One thing I've noticed is that we all must learn how to read food labels. And unfortunately, it's really become a skill that we have to learn. um, Because remember that the front um, of the package is marketing. And so it's developed by marketers where that's their sole job is to put the proper words and the proper colors on this package to draw us in. Um, When I think about this topic, I kind of, it reminds me of the movie, The Wizard of Oz, the part kind of towards the end where they get to um, the wizard and he's, you know, in that big mask and he's telling them, pay no attention to you know the man behind the mask the man behind the curtain um because it it, the man reminds me of the product the actual thing that we're going to be consuming and then the mask is the outside of the package except that we must be paying attention it is up to us to know how to read food labels because that is the biggest way um, that we're going to help improve our health Um, So today is really all about buzzwords and the front of the packaging. The actual nutrition label and ingredients are a whole separate beast. And so this will basically be like a part one, part two. So part one is the front of the package. um, And then part two will be the nutrition label and the ingredients. Because it's all really important to know. So while the front of the package is all marketing and the point of it is for that business to get customers and to make money, we can use it to our advantage because the front of the package is obviously what we see when we're grocery shopping. It's the first thing that we see. It's the thing that's facing out towards the aisles. Um, And so what we can use that for is to determine if we even want to pick the box up or the package up and look at the rest of it, if we even want to consider it. So that's how we can use it, but that can still be a little tricky. Um, There's a lot of loopholes and regulations or 
lack of regulations here in the United States about what has to be put on a package, which is kind of crummy. They need to have um, stricter guidelines and regulations for sure. But this is why we have to play detective. We have to be our own best advocate because nobody else is doing it for us, unfortunately. And our health and our family's health depends on this. So that might sound a little bit dramatic, but it's the truth. And even if we've come to love a specific brand or we have family and friends telling us, you know, use this brand, I use it and it's great and they told me this and I've noticed that, we still have to know how to read labels because, you know, they could be misinformed um, or a company could decide at one point to cut corners and to start putting toxic pro- or toxic ingredients in the product. And we won't know unless we know how to read labels. Um, now, I'm not saying we have to read every single label every single time we go to the store. You would be at the grocery store for like eight hours every single time you go. So what I suggest is reading two to three labels every time that you go shopping, um, even on brands that you've come to rely on. And so, you know, what that will help help you do is it'll help you pick out those labels and those products that you like so that you don't have to read the label every time. And then when you do read them again, it's just kind of like a little refresher. Um, so again, today we're going to be talking about the buzzwords on the front of a package so that you know if you even want to investigate that product any further. Um, let me know too if you're so ready to clear up this confusion by commenting or sending me a DM at Hippy Dippy Mom. And um, in my eight-week group coaching program, we actually go way deeper into reading labels so that you can be super thorough and confident in that skill forever. It's really, really, really important, like I said. Um, And I do have one more thing to say before I get started. I'll get started right after this, but please really understand that if there are times when you can't eat organic or grass-fed or pasture-raised, it's okay. Every once in a while does no harm. The harm really comes from consuming these conventionally farmed produce and animal items um, several times a week or every single day or packaged items that have toxins or are really frankenfood, not real food. So since I mentioned conventional, I'll start there. And you won't actually find conventional on a label, which I think that should be switch number one that these companies and manufacturers need to start with is you know, instead of saying an organic banana, an organic apple, they should just label those, the bananas and apples, and then label the other ones, the conventional, so that we know that they're lacking in nutrients, they've been sprayed with harmful sprays, and that we really want to stay away from them. Um, so conventional basically means that it's, it's animals and produce that are grown um, in the toxic, harmful way. The soil that the produce is being grown in has been stripped of nutrients, which means that we're not getting as many nutrients as we would like to from that item. Um, Animals are being given growth hormone and antibiotics and are shoved into really tight living quarters and even possibly abused. You know, I know none of these things are things we like to talk about, but it's really important to know. 
Um, so organic is really important when it comes to produce. Um, whenever you have the chance to reduce how much glyphosate and other pesticides, herbicides, fungicides you consume, the better. Organic doesn't mean that they didn't use any pesticides or any sprays. It just means that they're using um, sprays that have been proven to be less harmful to us. Um, this is also a really good question for when you go to a farmer's market and, you know, they say they are an organic farmer or they have organic produce. It's so cool to be able to ask them face to face, do you spray anything at all? And then they can go into what they actually spray and, um, you know, just really go into detail about it. Organic is also a must if you're going to be consuming any type of corn, soy, or grain product. Um, corn and soy are the top genetically modified crops in the U.S. And so when something is labeled organic, it also means that it's not genetically modified. Um, and then grains should be organic for sure because with conventional farming, those tend to get sprayed even more than the other produce is because they found that the extra spraying after the grains have been harvested dry them out faster um, so that they can get them sold faster and make their money faster and start growing other ones faster and selling the other ones faster. But in the meantime, we're taking in way more of that those harmful sprays. So now when it comes to packaged foods that have organic on the label, there are some um, regulations with the specific wording that they can use. So if, you know, it's 100% organic, then everything in there must be organic. If it just says organic, at least 95% of the ingredients have to be organic, made with organic ingredients. 70% um, of those ingredients must be organic. And then anything under 70%, they're not able to use organic um, as a main feature or as one of those buzzwords on, on um, their label. But they would list on the back, on the ingredients part, they would list what's organic. Um, still, when it's organic packaged food, please keep in mind that it's still a packaged food. You know, organic cookies are still cookies. <laughs> organic sugar is still sugar and organic bread is still bread, meaning we still really, really, really want to um, minimize how often we're consuming these things, even though the label says organic. Um, when it comes to meat being labeled as organic, it means that the feed that the animals ate were organic and that they weren't injected with anything artificial. They can still be locked in cages. They can still be mistreated um, and they can still be slaughtered, like mass slaughtered, which then makes them release all these stress hormones, which then we're consuming. I'm really sorry to interrupt this episode, but I'm really excited to share this information with you. There is so much information out there at our fingertips. And with all this information, we can very quickly and easily get confused and overwhelmed. And with the common symptoms of brain fog being able to show up in just so many different ways, that definitely does not help with the confusion. So to help give you some clarity, I created a free Do You Have Brain Fog quiz on my website. 
head to hippydippymom.com forward slash quiz and I'll also put the link in the show notes. In just a few minutes, you will have a much clearer idea of if you're suffering from brain fog or not. So again, head to hippydippymom.com forward slash quiz. Okay, back to the episode. So grain-fed animals also have a higher omega-6 fat content, which, um, so if, if an animal is labeled or if an animal product is labeled as organic, they're most likely still getting fed grains, even though they're organic grains. Um, and so that again is a higher omega-6 fat content and omega-6s are pro-inflammatory. Um, I talk about fats and how we need to not be scared of the right kinds of fats in the, in episode 11 of the happy, healthy mom podcast. So I can link to that. And then they also have fewer nutrients in their meat and what they produce as a result of their poor diet, their higher stress levels, and that they probably don't ever get outside. Um, Words on labels like fresh, real, and natural really mean nothing. There is absolutely no regulation at this point on what those words mean, on what they have to include or not include to use fresh, real, and natural. So when you hear those words, you know, in one ear, out the other, they don't really um, matter. So there are, uh, you know, a couple fast food hamburger joints that will say their meat is fresh, never frozen. Doesn't mean anything. I'd rather have frozen meat that you know, from cows that got to live as cows and the meat's actually healthier versus it's never frozen. So again, fresh, real, and natural doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Cage-free, we'll see this on chicken and eggs. Um, It means that the animals were not shoved into tiny little cages inside of like a barn or a big coop or something. However, they were still crammed inside with maybe one square foot of space to move around. They might have access to a door like way at the other end of the building if they can somehow make it there to get outside, Um, but they probably still never saw the light of day. They were still probably most likely fed grains, corn, or soy, and possibly given antibiotics, growth hormone, and again, just never saw the outdoors. Um, Free range is another thing we'll see on chickens or on eggs. It's really not much different than the label of cage-free. Free range poultry may, again, have that access to a door to get outside, um, but it's not even to, like, a big pasture. It might be to, like, a little kind of fenced-off area um, that they get to walk around in, and it's not regulated, so free range isn't a label that's regulated and farmers don't have to show any proof that their animals are going outside. For free range cows, they're given access to outdoors for a minimum of 120 days. So that's a little bit better. I don't know if I really see free range though on cow products, but um, the next one is pasture raised. And this is what we wanna be looking for on a package of poultry or eggs. So this can mean that the animal was both outdoors and indoors, and there's still minimal to no regulation on what pasture means. So if you want 
best, the best option, you'll look for pasture raised and organic. Um, poultry doesn't usually get growth hormones. So we know with cows, they get the RBST um, or RBGH uh, hormone, the growth hormone. And, um, and so with poultry, what you'll see on the label a lot is something like, you know, FDA regulations prohibit the use of growth hormones in poultry. So what they do actually is they will give poultry some kind of synthetic medication that then makes the animal release more, release an excess amount of their own natural growth hormone. So yes, it's their natural growth hormone. They're still getting synthetic medication and they're secreting more growth hormone than, than they're supposed to. And the point of growth hormone, even the point of feeding them grains, the point of them giving antibiotics for the most part is to bulk them up again to get them bulked up faster, slaughtered faster, to market faster, to turn a profit faster, to get the next batch of animals going through the same process um, just so they can, you know, make that profit faster. Um, so, um, you know, don't be fooled by the labels, at least on the poultry, where they say no growth hormones ever used or no growth hormones added. They probably got the synthetic medication instead. Um, also, just a little side note, what you'll see often on poultry labels is vegetarian fed. Um, if you're able, it's really difficult to find poultry that doesn't have that on the label. If you're able to find that, that would be amazing because poultry, you know, chickens and turkeys and those kinds of animals are not meant to be vegetarians. They are meant to be out roaming, eating worms and those kinds of things. And that's meat to them. They're not meant to be vegetarian. So, um, that is like your best, best option. Now you hear me saying things like good, better, best, best, best. Um, so while we really should be striving for best, if we want to experience our best health, um, I understand that it also means that it's going to cost more. And so I do have an episode as well coming up um, with money saving tips. I have that blog post up, so I'll link to it. And the cost may seem overwhelming at first, but it's possible to move other things around or cut other costs out completely or down and just this is kind of a tangent but for us for example we got rid of cable a couple of years ago and that one thing alone saves us like 130 150 dollars a month that is huge um so just take things like that into consideration. And I really don't even miss it. I get that question a lot. What do you do? Don't you miss, you know, your shows? No, not really. We actually spend family time together. <laughs> um, so also remember that the quality of your food is a direct indicator of the quality of your health or your lifestyle. So when it comes to your health, do you want good, better, or best? You know, get the food that corresponds with what you want your health to look to look like. Um, and let me know what you're thinking about this so far, either in the comments or again, by sending me a direct message at hippy dippy mom. So the newest thing I've seen on, um, 
at least on animal product labels, is certified humane. So if you can get grass-fed or, um, or pasture-raised and organic and certified humane, rest assured that you have the best that there is out there, the best quality meat um, or animal product that there is out there, short of raising the animal yourself in the way that you would prefer. Um, so when it comes to beef in that good, better, best order, there's grass-fed, grass-fed, grass-finished, or grass-fed and organic. So um, there's there's a um, article I'll link to by Consumer Reports, which found that grass-fed beef samples were three times less likely to contain, excuse me, to contain the multi-drug-resistant bacteria due to antibiotic use um, than conventionally raised beef. And this is huge because this is a big problem that we're seeing today with the multi-drug resistant um, bacteria. So, um, you know, as a side note, again, antibiotics can be beneficial to our health, um, but they definitely wreak havoc on our health too, on our gut health and killing the good bacteria along with the bad bacteria. And this is happening whether we're getting them from a prescription or from our food and water. So I do talk more about that in um, other videos and blog posts and episode 21 of the Happy Healthy Mom podcast. So I will link to that as well. So to sum it up, good is organic when it comes to meat and organic is best when it comes to produce. Better options for um, meat are pasture-raised, um, for poultry, and then grass-fed, and grass-finished grass for beef. Best is pasture-raised, certified humane, and organic, minus the vegetarian-fed, and grass-fed, certified humane, and organic. Now, I know that that's still a lot of information that I threw out at you, so I have created a cheat sheet to make it Super, super, super simple. So I will link to where you can get that cheat sheet in the comments. Um, and then as far as, again, packaged food, what's really important is reading the ingredients. So that will be part two. Make sure you're going to tune in for that as well. Let me know what you're thinking. What do you currently search for when it comes to reading labels? Let me know again in the comments or by direct messaging me at hippy dippy mom. That's it for today. Take care.